I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. What's up everybody? Happy Monday. Are you guys ready for another Monday Mindset Minute? I know I sure am. All right, well, last week I talked about having an attitude of gratitude. And the week prior to that, I talked about refocusing and reorienting yourself to recovery. So remember that we can stack habits. Stacking habits means putting one good habit on top of another good habit so that you can build consistency in your efforts in recovery. So what we're going to do today is stack those. First thing that I want you to do is notice right now, wherever you are, how you're feeling, And check in with yourself. Ask yourself whether or not you are focused on your original recovery mission. Do you need to reorient yourself to recovery? The next thing that I want you to do is ask yourself whether or not your Monday has been filled with an attitude of gratitude or whether or not you have been suffering from the dreary Mondays. (laughs) That's a hyperbole. I bet you caught on to that, right? So if you've been suffering from those dreary Mondays, then maybe it's time to reorient and refocus yourself on your original recovery mission and to have that attitude of gratitude. If you feel like your heart and your mind is in that place and you have your attitude of gratitude, well, then we can move on to today's brief Monday mindset minute. Today, we're going to talk about reparenting. It's really important to learn how to identify what we need as sensitive people. Oftentimes, our emotions pull us and tell us what we need, and we're not quite sure whether or not that's real, especially as we go through recovery, or whether or not it's fake. If our emotions feel so big and strong and deep, aren't they real? Well, hopefully at this point you know the answer to that logically is that emotions are just guideposts. Feelings are not facts. And when you are an adult and you are struggling with emotion regulation and with relationship issues, it's important to recognize that somewhere along the line, the loving, the being able to give love and receive love, both giving love and receiving love in romantic relationships and also in friendships and then also in, you know, the relationship with yourself can be difficult. And I find that a lot of people, when you ask them, like, what do you need right now in this moment? They don't know the answer to that. And that's where reparenting comes in. We can start reparenting ourselves by identifying what we need. In order to do that, you really have to learn to slow down. And think, what didn't you learn in childhood? Were there emotional needs that weren't met? Or maybe there were, but because you have intense emotions, you didn't see that they weren't met because you were intense or hyperbolic. Sometimes the answer to those questions are obvious, and sometimes we don't really know what to do. And it's really common as you go through your recovery process to uncover deficits that you have as you begin to reparent yourself. So what I'm going to do today is run through a list of skills, social-emotional skills that are often needed to be reparented as you grow through adulthood and and go on a journey or a mission to find solid footing and to become more stable. One of those is communication skills. We can define communication skills as the ability to express yourself clearly and effectively, to resolve conflicts and to not be passive aggressive or aggressive and to just be assertive. Another skill would be self-care. 
So identifying your needs and meeting them. And then here's an added bonus is to feel deserving of the care and comfort and the belief that your needs matter. Third thing is aware, being aware and accepting of your feelings, which we can define as being able to identify a wide range of feelings and to see the value in those feelings. Well, then fourth thing is emotion regulation and self-soothing. That's the ability to manage your emotions, to calm and comfort yourself when you're distressed, and to respond rather than to overreact to emotional situations, to tolerate unpleasant emotions. Remember, I talked about hope and discomfort a couple weeks ago, and to use healthy coping skills. Fifth thing I'm going to talk about here, about some neglected social-emotional skill needs, is self-validation, being able to affirm your feelings and your choices and reassuring yourself that your feelings matter, that you matter, and that you've done your best. And the ability to set good boundaries and have healthy relationships. Voicing your expectations, voicing your needs, caring for others, letting others care for you, being emotionally and physically vulnerable, and recognizing unhealthy relationships and ending them. Another thing about healthy relationships is the one that you have with yourself, like I was speaking of earlier. Being able to enjoy time alone and not needing someone else to make you happier whole is key. That's that whole thing that people talk about. You know, all those neurotypicals talking about space. Okay, I'm just kidding. But yes, enjoying time alone is something that we have to reparent ourselves through. Another one is self-discipline. So being able to set limits for yourself. Limiting unhealthy activities, creating healthy habits, going to bed on time, limiting how much you eat or drink or play video games, knowing that life of stability, lives of stability require balance. Next, we have accountability. So taking responsibility for your actions. It can also be impaired. Apologizing, making amends when you've harmed someone, learning from your mistakes and seeing them as mistakes and not huge character flaws or failures is key. Doing all of that with compassion and understanding for yourself, not harsh criticism or self-punishment. That would be a goal of reparenting. There are three other deficits that we want to look for. Self-compassion and self-love. We'll put them in one category. Resiliency and frustration tolerance. Self-compassion or self-love can be defined as treating yourself with loving kindness, especially when you're having a hard time or again, when you make a mistake, because making a mistake doesn't mean that you are a failure. Doing nice things for yourself, saying kind, supportive, and uplifting things to yourself, noticing your good qualities, your progress, effort, and accomplishments, taking that victory lap when you've done something that deserves it, and generally liking who you are and knowing your value. Resiliency we can define as the ability to overcome setbacks, to p persist, and to believe in yourself. And then frustration tolerance. Well, this is what it says it is, but I'll define it anyway. It's the ability to accept that you don't always get what you want and that things don't always go your way and that it's really important for us to learn how to handle such experiences with grace and maturity, not throwing tantrums, not acting younger than we are. But if we need to reparent ourselves, we might notice these def de deficits, oh my goodness, in any one of these areas. So this week, as you reorient yourself re to recovery, check your attitude for that attitude of gratitude and make sure your focus is on reparenting yourself. I want you to slow yourself down and ask yourself, what is it that you need? Which one of those? You can push pause here and go back and re-listen 
to those bullet points of deficits that you may have and ask yourself, which do you need help with? I know in my journey, I needed help with all of them. So if that's you, that was me too, that's okay. At least you have a place to start, right? It's better to know the truth and know where to start than it is to stay lost and in the dark and not have any silver lining or any movement forward, right? Okay, so what do you, where do you start? Pick one, right? With the attitude of gratitude, checking in three times a day, like I talked about last week, to offer that attitude of gratitude, to check in, to give yourself that self-compassion, that self-love, be loving and kind to yourself, treat yourself the way that you will want to treat others and vice versa. You can do that three times a day. But in general, I would pick something that you feel stands out to you that you think would really help you in your recovery journey. And learn as much as you can about the areas you want to improve. I mean, there are just millions of self-help articles that are free, available online, plenty of books on these subjects. Look for role models and teachers. This is something that, you know, Jay and I are really adamant about. It's important that you pattern your behavior after someone. You can learn a lot by observing others. And you want to try to identify even people in your life who have healthy boundaries and make note of what they say and what they do. You could also try a 12-step group. A 12-step program can lead to tremendous growth and insight in your feelings and your choices. You can work with a therapist or work with a coach. I know that as a therapist, I was trained to be an expert in social-emotional skills. I could troubleshoot and help you with your blind spots. A therapy or coaching session can provide a safe space to practice new skills. And when you are treated with compassion and respect, you can feel what it feels like to be accepted, to have that validation and that emotion regulation. So you can have kind of a corrective experience in that relationship. I know that's something that I very much so enjoy doing in my work. Fifth thing that I want you to do is practice a lot. Parenting yourself isn't easy, and all of these skills are going to require repetition, 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 lots of practice. And lastly, don't expect perfection. That's really important. You might say, ha, I'm a perfectionist. How can I not? Well, you want to make sure that you're trying to become 1% better every day. Nobody manages their behaviors, thoughts, and relationships perfectly. And I know once I got to recovery, I was blown away by that. I thought that I was way far behind and I had to do all these things. Actually, I was a bit behind, but not way far behind. And I also realized that other people have struggles too that don't have any disorders or diagnoses. And that's key, that you understand that you're not going to be able to do this perfectly. So write in a journal, use a feelings chart, and pay attention to your self-talk. Stack your habits this Monday so that you can have a great week. I also want to just remind you guys that this is the last week to sign up for the support group that occurs on October 18th. If you want any information on that, you can give us a call at 844-984-7483 or shoot us a text. You can send me an email at rose at skeetersstrength.com and all of that info will be in the show notes. All right, everybody, have a great week reparenting yourself and I will see you next week for another episode of from Borderline to Beautiful, Monday Mindset Minutes.
Are you tired of feeling frustrated, resentful, or disconnected from your family, friends, and partner? Thrive Mind Body LLC Mindset Coaching and Counseling can help you. Visit us on the web at thriveonlinecounseling.com. Again, that's thriveonlinecounseling.com. 